Hey friends, this is a blanket trigger warning for this entire episode. Uh, pretty much the entire episode we are talking about abuse in some form. The first topic heavy on grooming and just abuse of power and the last topic talking specifically about child abuse. So please take care of yourself. Just the whole episode is pretty much all about that. So yeah. Okay, enjoy! We made it! It's episode 17, everybody. Am I introducing this week or are you? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot already. Same thing. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> okay, great. I'll do it. Welcome to the okay. pod, everybody. You're listening to Thanks We Hate It. I'm Mickey Atkins. And I'm Hannah Lehman. Welcome to episode 17. And I just want to point out to everybody that I know this wasn't our original thought. I know somebody else told us this, but yeah. I just wanted to point out how cool it is that we are like Wednesday Adams and her friend. <laughs> what, damn it. What's her name? I don't remember her name. I've never seen the series. To <sighs> be fair, so if you guys have seen Wednesday, though, we're very we've decided that we're Wednesday Adams and her uh, yes. colorful friend yes. because <laughs> I always look goth and emo. Yes. And Mickey always looks very, very colorful. And I round of applause for Mickey's hair. Thank you. Mickey I'm got it done recently. It. Yeah. it looks fantastic. By the time Still. this comes out, they will have seen it, but yeah. that's okay. Still. So good for me and my um, hair. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm yeah. so happy that everybody liked our Am I the Asshole episode. Me too. Because if we're ever in a jam for topics but want something interesting to talk about, mm-hmm. we have that. Yeah. Um, also not going to give specifics but i'm just very excited that i'm gonna come see you in a couple months i can't wait did you like officially book all the stuff yeah i booked everything yep i booked the hotel i booked the flights i'm so and i booked i even booked parking at SeaTac to leave my car at the airport because last time i forgot to do that and then it was all taken Oh, no. Yeah, I had to park, like, off-site and then oh, shuttle to the terrible. airport, which wasn't that bad, but I did not save, like, any money doing that. Yeah. Like, it was not that much cheaper than the actual, like, airport parking. Yeah, so I even have that booked, and yes. I'm going to come see Mickey in person, and we're going to try to record a couple Yay! pods while we're doing that, and I'm sure we will, I don't know, maybe we should do a live or something while I'm there. We could do a live recording. That would be fun. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. I would love that. I'm sure they would love that as well. Yeah, um, so yeah, yeah. put in the comments. So how are you? Live episode. Um, I'm okay. I've had kind of a weird week because I got tattooed on Sunday, so I'm just like slowly adding stuff to my sleeve. But at the time that this goes up, I think I'll be home, so um, I feel comfortable mentioning it. But I'm going on a little girls trip with my best friend, and I was nervous about getting tattooed like so close to going on vacation. So yeah, Winnie, Winnie. Oh, Winnie. There's a lot of tree people, like, pruning trees and stuff out our window today. And, like, uh, the landscapers are here. That makes me sound super rich. That's it's my rental property. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the the property's not mine. Not, like, my private tree service. (laughs) Yes, I can hear you. Thank you for telling me. 
Thank you for telling me. Can you shut up now? <laughs> um, Everything. So where where are you going this weekend? Um, so I'm I going mean, to, I know, but yeah. So I'm going to New Orleans with my best friend. I've never been. Yeah. So I'm excited how many nights about are you guys going? Uh, three, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I don't know. We booked everything a while ago, and so I'm just kind of like in survival mode of like get on the plane and just figure it out later. You know. Yeah. Um. Anything you forget, you could buy when you get there. Exactly. I'm going to a big city. It's fine. <laughs> you forget um, a toothbrush. Yeah. I forgot a toothbrush when we went to Vegas. Remember? Oh yeah. We you bought did. it. Yeah. Downstairs that. Yeah. that night. It was fine. It's no yeah. big deal. But yeah, so I was nervous about getting tattooed so close to going on vacation. So I don't yeah. normally put Sanaderm on my tattoos, which if you don't know, Sanaderm is like like this adhesive wrap um, that a lot of mm. people put mm-hmm. on their tattoos because it's like really good for helping heal it and whatever. So we did Sanaderm this go round and I <laughs> had an allergic reaction to it, which I had a feeling that I was going to because I've had... No. I, like I was suspicious that I had had one in the past. I wasn't sure if it was like just a fluke uh-huh. or like something weird. But like, nope, I am definitely fucking allergic to Sanoderm. So, uh, yeah, friendly shouts out. If you have a latex allergy, you may very well be allergic to Sanoderm, um, and it might cause your tattoo to swell up like a fucking balloon. So, <laughs> fair warning, everybody. My arm is so itchy, I feel like I could rip it off. Does it look better now, or does it yeah. still look all right? Yeah, it looks better now. It, Can I got, we see it, yeah. or do you not want to share? So it's peely as fuck don't fucking judge me yeah 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 um I, I love have, i love peely tattoos this one so i told my artist that i wanted a fried egg um because my whole sleeve is going to be like winnie <laughs> sorry oh winnie winnie she's like convinced they're gonna break through the window and eat her i can hear her now having a meltdown oh i'm so sorry no it's okay winnie come here stop cutting mickey off you told your tattoo artist that you wanted what Oh, I wanted a fried egg. Because oh, a fried egg. Yeah. I thought you said a Friday. No, no, no. A fried egg. So my whole sleeve, you can't really like see it right now, but my whole sleeve is going to be like blackout oh. at the end. So we're doing all of the like imagery now and then we're going to black out the background later. Um, oh, so we cute. made these little like portals. It's upside down, but I have this one and then I have another one on the other side. You can't really see right there. Do they both have fried eggs in them? Yeah. So it looks like I have a little fried egg that's disappearing through a, a black hole portal in space. And I'm very Is the fried egg just it. random or does yeah. the fried egg mean something? No, I just thought it was really fun. I love it. I like having I love that. I wanted it to be sort of surrealist in nature. And then I also got a lizard yeah. astronaut. Look at this. That's I sick love as hell. Him. He's so cute. His little tail I sticking out of him. his spacesuit. Do you yeah. have an, a UFO on there too? Yeah. I thought I saw a UFO too. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Isn't he cute? I love it. Yes, yeah. it's adorable. Oh, I so. can't wait to see like the sleeve when it's like almost done. Me too. It's gonna look. We have so a lot of really cool. cool stuff planned. We did like a uh, like mapping out of my whole arm the last time I was there, mm-hmm. so it's gonna look really cool. But that's been my week. It's just like yeah. chugging Benadryl and <laughs> trying to not have a weird reaction. And um, get ready to go out of town at the same mm-hmm. time. I still have not packed. I need to pack today, probably. But are you always a late packer? Oh yeah, I pack the night. Of. Are you? <laughs> I just because I, mean, I bring all of my like normal stuff, like my electric toothbrush. Right. I'm not traveling without that. But if right. I pack it, then I can't use it, and so don't like have it. I just wait until the last second. I hate packing like half of my stuff. It's really irritating. So although I have gotten a little bit better about it recently, I just 
decided to buy like travel versions of all my stuff and then I leave that shit at home so like the morning of I'll have my regular toothbrush already packed and I just use a travel toothbrush for that morning and then put my stuff I know that's backwards but like it makes that is sense a little backwards me. no judgment yeah and so I have found that workaround which helps a little so how's your video game addiction going boulder gate right <sighs> baldur's gate yeah baldur's um, gate it's going a little better now i so yeah so i had to bring the pc that i'm like using right now is the one that used to be at my house it's like my baby like this was a custom pc that Erin and i built together i love her she's like our fifth child but i had to bring it to the office because it has all of my shit on it so we mm. had to build we didn't have to but i wanted to build another one for the house so that i could still play my silly little games and so we did just like a very brief like budget build kind of situation but there was a bunch of shit that wasn't working so i was trying i would be trying to play Baldur's Gate and then I would get like 10 minutes in and it would crash and it was like making me so angry I wanted to throw the computer out of the room that's almost worse yeah stop doing it now so I'm finding that I'm less addicted now that I can just sit and play for like a few hours get it out of my system and then I'm fine so it's a little better thank you for asking a little better but (laughs) (laughs) fun Mm -hmm. game though Mm -hmm. oh did you have any other chit chat or housekeeping I don't think so do you I don't think so I think I am dominating the topics this week. Is that right? Yes, please do. Is that okay with you? Yes. Teach me. I just talk at you and then you could tell me your opinions on all this stuff. So Mm -hmm. first of all, as usual, since especially since we're going every other week for the podcast for a while, all of our topics are going to be outdated by the time they come out. Everybody's just going to have to accept that and love us for who we are. (laughs) And I think they do. So. Yes, I think yeah. they do too. So the first thing I wanted to update Mickey on is uh, Mickey has not been updated on the Johnny Silvestri yes. situation. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. With um, and Swoop's expose mm-hmm. that came out of yeah. her four hour video. I will try to explain this to Mickey in the most unbiased way possible. Okay. If you guys want more like actual details go watch swoops video and go watch yeah. or go watch shorter other videos about swoops video because yeah. i am we kind of decided right before recording that i was going to explain this so i'm going to record i'm going to explain basically just what i know about the situation yeah. and not like i don't have a notes or anything yes so do you know who johnny silvestri is i only know because you have like briefly mentioned this just in like our own private like friend conversations yeah so i'm like vaguely aware so- so this has to do with the Colleen Ballinger situation, mm-hmm. which I think everybody is, knows what that's all about by now. Yeah. Johnny Silvestri came forward as one of Colleen's victims, mm-hmm. or rather one of Josh's victims. So Josh, okay. Joshua is uh, Colleen's ex-husband. Mm-hmm. He was um, not really involved with this recent drama other than coming forward and saying that, yeah, he was abused by Colleen okay. and uh, like all and like that they had a really toxic relationship and yeah. all this. So he Johnny mm-hmm. came forward and was did a six hour interview with Swoop for like her part three of the video. Okay. So what happened was she did this whole interview with Johnny but then something happened. Something came out about Johnny. Oh, boy. Things that her and her team were noticing okay. as they were doing this video. And then her part three video turned from one thing into something completely different. 
So she basically comes out and says that Johnny Silvestri has been claiming to be a grooming victim this whole time, but Mm -hmm. he's been essentially essentially lying about all of it and i'm not saying i and don't take the way i tell this story as my opinion on it because i i don't really know my opinion on it one way or another i think we need even more stuff to come out but she did a video about how he was claiming to everybody that would listen to him Mm -hmm. that joshua groomed him oh boy all the evidence points to the fact that Joshua did not, in fact, groom Johnny. Okay. Jo- uh, Joshua, Colleen's ex-husband, mm-hmm. did do some inappropriate things during okay. that time. Okay. He what he did do some stuff that was not good, such as okay. uh, uh, the fact that Johnny had his personal cell phone number at all when he was an adult and Johnny was a child is weird, Mm -hmm. right? As well as being in these group chats for some time was also weird. Uh, Association in a way. Right. So Joshua has apologized many times to Johnny, though, privately and publicly. And Mm -hmm. from the apologies that swoop, he's apologized like three different times to Johnny. And Johnny never accepts, which is, you know, if you're you're a victim, like, obviously, I'm not going to judge if you accept an apology or not. But to be fair to Joshua, his apologies were incredibly... uh, uh, remorseful oh, like very like much like I apologies? was yeah in my opinion yeah like I was very wrong I should not have ever talked to you I shouldn't have been talking to you at all like I feel really bad for like you were in this state and you needed okay. a mentor and I should not have been that person for you whatsoever I shouldn't have even been in the position where you thought I could be that person for you okay. like the apologies were pretty good in the sense that he took like responsibility but he also kind of in those apologies that omits guilt a little bit of oh. doing because he because the mere fact that he apologized implies that he did oh. something inappropriate. OK. Right. Got it. Yeah. Not that he actually did. it. So the problem and all the other victims now, at least Adam McIntyre, we mm-hmm. all know who Adam McIntyre yes. is. Right. Yeah. So Adam McIntyre has uh, talked to Swoop after Swoop found out her suspicions of Johnny mm-hmm. She went to go talk to Adam again, and right. Adam was like, yeah, like, none of us like Johnny. We've all had these issues with him, but oh, we didn't no. want to say it because obviously he's calling himself a victim, and it's going to look – we're obviously not going to call out a victim and say, like, you're lying blah, 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 mm-hmm. when we don't have, like, adequate proof and stuff. Sure. But things that we've noticed to the public was that, like, he – was very um when he went on the h3 podcast with the other victims Mm -hmm. uh he dominated the conversation quite a bit and like he just wants to talk about him and then there's been some other times where he has implied that his trauma is worse than the other victims trauma oh my god like it's kind of like a trauma competition uh trigger warning for everybody i am gonna get back into a little bit of the there is something that Johnny says that is could be triggering if you've been groomed or abused just FYI this next part so they go over this on the H3 podcast Ethan Klein on the H3 podcast is learning about this in real time from Olivia it was really funny because she's it's not funny but she was like trying to explain the situation Uh to him but he said to swoop in their interview Mm -hmm. 
he tells her like because swoop was very open with him about how she had been sexually abused and groomed by men when she was a minor and she had been abused for years Mm -hmm. without going into detail you guys can fill in the blanks there but very 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 bad Mm. experiences as a young child and she had made this known to johnny like that she understands what it's like yeah and he goes on this big tangent to her about how well yeah i mean being sexually abused like of course that's egregious like that's so terrible but it's almost more sinister that i was groomed when there wasn't a sexual aspect to it when there was no sexual motivation for my grooming it's it's almost more sinister like he implies right to swoop's face and there's recording of this that his trauma is worse than hers as a minor being essayed Mm -hmm. right not a good look no and and swoop sorry go ahead no that's okay go ahead i just want to clarify to you that like hannah and i are having this reaction not because there's like like a right or wrong i thought you were shushing me and i was like no i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) it's my freaking winnie just winnie is having a having a day mental breakdown yeah that's fine do you want to wait a minute for her to calm down just one second sorry sorry mickey was saying to be clear to the audience uh yeah what just were you that, saying? that you and i are having this reaction to him saying that not because like it's useful or like because we think one type of assault or um grooming is worse than the other but because like that's a shitty thing to say to anybody that like my trauma yeah. is worse than yours right like yeah this is a, exactly. a useless comparison and is inherently invalidating like this is it's yes. not a thing that anybody should be doing yes. like there's no award for who was traumatized Correct. the most you know like that's a a fucked up thing and you have do. no idea how traumatized somebody yes. else is. yeah and especially like, like there should be um like a mutual respect and understanding and like compassion that victims have for yes. one another that like it's not about being the most yes. traumatized in order for your symptoms to be valid and like to matter yes. so like that i feel like that cuts really deep like from somebody who's saying that they're also a survivor to be like well yeah but like mine's worse than yours like <laughs> but mine's yeah yeah that's fucked up so and swoop was upset during this interview clip yeah. but she was trying to be a professional journalist so she didn't say anything to him at the time Damn. she was just kind of keeping her mouth shut because she's awful. you know trying to conduct interviews or whatever yeah but then johnny's like bragging about how he had a six-hour interview with swoop and how like how much they went into and stuff and i think oh he was God. blindsided then when mm. she came out with the video literally called like the devil in colleen's shadow referring to johnny which i know we'll get into the swoop criticism in a minute because there is some swoop criticism in here as well so again like i can't get into all the details because there's like a bunch of tiny little things but there's other instances where johnny also told adam that uh his trauma like his story like it was even worse than adam's too so he didn't just say that to swoop (gasps) he said that specifically to adam too that like his um it was weird that he was like trying to have this competition with Mm -hmm. all the other victims when all the other victims are questioning whether he was a victim at all yeah which i don't think is for anybody to say really i that's the thing that i think that's one of the biggest criticisms i swear to fucking god i will be right back i had to go close the blinds fair enough because so that she wouldn't 
and then I gave her a treat so that she couldn't see out and then she'd get distracted. Yeah. I am I sincerely apologize. No, you're fine. I my dogs um, shit their furry little pants every time somebody like closes a car door outside. <laughs> so like zero I, judgment. So you get it. You're yes. just like in a different office space now which, yeah, which oh. is part of the fucking reason why so it's lucky so yes. hard to work at home so we were talking about uh johnny and his like weird competition that he had with other victims and we were talking about how it's yes. not for anyone to say whether somebody is a victim yeah. or not right so i think that was kind of some of the criticism on swoop at least yeah. that i have on her video mm-hmm. is that um also just because i'm criticizing another creator like constructive criticism doesn't mean i don't like that creator Correct. i just don't want to like anybody to think that there's beef because i've yes. never talked to swoop never known her i love her videos yes i same. watch her videos all the time yeah but it's okay to have criticisms of somebody yeah. and still like them yes you but can have i just want to put that on the table because i Yes. Feel like people are going to be like, oh, you don't like. No, no that's not the yeah. case. Love it's Swoop. entirely possible to have good faith, constructive criticism of other creators and also really value their yes. content, which is what this is. And also exactly. Um, and that was kind of my a little bit of my criticism from the video is that, yeah, what a lot of the stuff he did was wrong. Mm-hmm. But she does kind of imply that he's lying about being a victim like overall, mm-hmm. yeah. which is just kind of like I don't I just don't want to I would never tell somebody they're not a victim yeah it's a slippery she didn't blatantly say that but right exactly yeah so that that was like the general stuff again if you want more details go watch swoops very long video but Mm -hmm. then the icing on the cake was that so swoop asked johnny for his text message screenshots of his of Johnny's and Joshua's conversation over text uh-huh. because she wanted you know because he was saying he was a victim he mm-hmm. was a grooming victim would you be willing to share the texts sure so that um yeah for so illustration that I can, purposes for right to show what Joshua was saying to you and the inappropriate stuff and then she went she didn't tell Johnny this but she then she was in contact with Joshua and she asked Joshua for his texts mm-hmm between the two of them uh-huh. joshua said yeah sure and he sent them right away johnny goes hey i have a question can you see or like um something about the like if you have somebody blocked does the messages get messed up something like that mm-hmm. and she before she could even respond he was like oh never mind no i got it and he sends swoop the hit their text Okay. The texts do not match. Oh, no. Johnny deleted <gasps> a bunch of texts. Oh, no. So the way Johnny wanted it to look. So Joshua sent everything as mm-hmm. far as we know. Very yeah. transparent. Johnny sent texts, but he deleted a bunch of the texts that he was sending Josh oh, that no. showed that he was actually kind of harassing joshua oh my god not harassing not not like he did anything bad oh okay. and also and also very clear here johnny was also i think underage or very young yeah. at this point he was still, younger than joshua the person so he didn't do anything power, to be but clear. he was the one that was poking josh and was like bothering him to respond and oh, joshua no. barely ever responded to him Interesting. he barely and he and Joshua specifically did that because he thought it was weird because yeah. at least according to him, because he didn't want to have okay. this friendship with a minor. He was worried about sure. that. Yeah. So he was just trying to keep his distance Interesting. and he was trying to not um, respond to him very much. So he would respond every now and then, okay. but 
Johnny deleted a bunch of his repeat him like texting him over and over to make it look like he wasn't texting Joshua as much as he was. Hmm. So that was probably the most damning part just because it's like if you're you've been very like willing to be in the spotlight this far this far and now that you're sharing the text now you're doctoring evidence I think is not a great look. Yeah. I think especially what because. What are your thoughts? So, I mean, this is something we've talked about before in regards to the Colleen Ballinger situation that like, um, you know, when Adam came forward, there was a lot of people nitpicking at like, oh, yeah, well, you said this or you made Colleen do this or whatever. And like, I think it's important to make the distinction that regardless of how a minor behaves um, with an adult, right, like it's never their fault that like an adult is being inappropriate with them, right? Like right. I do still right. very much have side eye for Joshua um, for like responding at all or like not setting a clear boundary that like, hey, this is inappropriate, you know, even if the kid was right. like constantly bothering him or whatever, you know. Um, but also like knowing that and keeping that in mind, like that is, in my opinion, a universal truth that like kids are never to blame for adults misusing their power imbalance and like that resulting in grooming or like inappropriate relationships with kids. So then why would he alter those text messages? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if. Well, and he altered them as an adult. Like he's an no, adult No, no, I know. Now. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But like yeah. when he, like looking back on these, like if he is, if, if he like genuinely has nothing to hide and like believes right. that it's and he's not a victim. His, yes, it, it believes that it's not his fault that Joshua behaved himself inappropriately. Then, like, why would you delete stuff? Like, even if there isn't anything that he's trying to hide, like, just from a optics perspective, mm-hmm. like, that's not mm-hmm. a good look, you know. Well, that's and why are you? Uh, and I agree with you. Like, if even if he hadn't say he didn't delete any text Mm -hmm. like yeah it does make him look like odd to be texting him over and over and still text him even though he's not responding yeah but um i think if he was the victim that he claims to be we would all not think that yes he yeah. as a child was in the wrong for doing that. Is yes. that what you're saying? Yeah, because like, like that about even this if he, he didn't need to doctor them, if he yes. was a victim, yes. then Thank that you. would still look weird. That yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. Thank you for putting that more succinctly. Because like we talked about that with no, Adam, gotcha. that like even if he had yeah. been harassing Colleen, like Colleen for the underwear. Yes, yeah. Colleen's um, role as the adult in the situation is to be like, this is inappropriate, right. and I'm not responding, right. or like I'm blocking your number, right? And so like. Even like if that were the case, there would have been no reason for Johnny to doctor these messages or like to delete stuff, you know, like him deleting them serves no purpose other than to make himself look bad or like cast doubt on this. That just makes. Yeah, it just makes him look bad. Yeah. And and to be fair, I have not heard anybody saying that what Joshua did was fine. Oh, I don't think anybody is. Yeah. Okay. I don't think anybody is saying that like Joshua giving a minor his phone number, but it does beg the question, like what relationship with a minor is appropriate? Because at that point, like can adults not even talk to children? I mean, like in my opinion, kind of, if you're like a content creator and your kids are fans, you know? Well, (laughs) yeah. Cause like, that's true. I I just mean like your fans or kids. I mean, um, I just, I think it's different. Like, an adult who has a relationship with like their 
other adult friends' kids or, like, having right. a close relationship with, like, cousins or nieces and nephews, right? Like, that's obviously not the same. But, like, right. I think because of the inherent power imbalance that exists between creators and fans, you're just amplifying the potential for things to yeah. get hinky when it, your fans yeah. are children, you know? Like, I'm just saying, if it were me, I'm not touching that with a fucking 100-foot pole. Mm -hmm. Like, I would set a really clear boundary that, like, you know, and I mean, you and I both did this kind of already. Like, our Patreons mm -hmm. and our Discords are set to 18 and over for that mm -hmm. express <laughs> reason. That, like, not only does it make me uncomfortable, but it feels really inappropriate for us to be mm -hmm. engaging on a more direct level with people who are under 18. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my yeah. opinion about it. Maybe that's a hot take, but. Yeah. So, again, I don't think, like, Joshua's in the right, but I don't think Joshua should also be accused of things he didn't do either. That's valid. You know, when there's, that. like, blatant evidence that he wasn't doing the stuff that, like, mm -hmm. so when Swoop talked to him in the, in the interview, mm -hmm. he, like, she asked him, like, explicitly, like, could you lay out, like, exactly how you were groomed? Mm -hmm. And, um... To be fair, at the beginning of the interview, she did tell him, like, you don't have to answer any question you don't want oh, to. Nice. Like, let me know if this that's is good. too much. Like, she did do that. Yeah. Um, but he, like, could never, like, he kept skirting around the answer. Like, he could not explain. Oh, no. And then the story just, and again, he's just, like, going around in circles the whole interview. Mm -hmm. And then he just, the story just keeps changing slightly. And mm -hmm. then she talks to Adam. And he was like, oh, yeah, he talked about this. And that wasn't right. Like, he's mm -hmm. corroborating yeah. all of these inconsistencies. So I think it's just. So then the other thing is that I have seen a couple people come. Uh, did you see, you know, the Do We Know Them podcast? No. What's that? It's Jesse Smiles. Oh, Do you know who Jesse yes. Smiles is? Yes. Okay. Her podcast. Yeah. So they interviewed Johnny Silvestri mm -hmm. before Swoop's video came out. Uh -oh. And then they got so, they got dragged for interviewing him oh. without, because uh, they were kind of mean to Josh and assumed that Josh mm. was a perpetrator mm -hmm. and like wouldn't take his side of the story, even though he was like begging them to take his side of the story as well um, and okay. i think to them they were like well why would we, we don't really yeah we're not journalists right exactly yeah um and it just got very out of hand because they had to put out an hour-long apology video and a bunch of people on their apology video oh, are no. still like saying that they just made excuses and like they're really big mad at these yeah. two for interviewing johnny at all mm -hmm. after swoops like and then swoops documentary came out and it was like they didn't address it fast enough jesse was on a planned vacation like she was off oh, okay. work yeah. like they put out a statement they said they'd address it later but it's like i am literally on vacation like yeah please and um i also just like they didn't do anything like i just don't they didn't know they don't know what they don't know like yeah, i just i it just seems, yeah tell me what too. you're because yeah tell like, me your thoughts i don't know to me like my knee-jerk reaction when there's allegations of abuse is that i believe survivors right yeah um same. i think personally one of the most hurtful things that you can do is ask somebody who's telling you in what appears to be good faith that their uh survivor it is to provide proof that they were abused right especially because right. we know that that's not the way that abuse works right like mm -hmm. oftentimes abuse is 
perpetrated in such a way that it can be difficult to prove. And so telling someone, I don't believe you unless you provide me with like yeah. irrefutable evidence. Like that's why I said earlier, it's a slippery slope. You know, like we end up. I in, struggle with that too. In territory where like now out of fairness, am I obligated to never believe anyone <laughs> who says that they're mm-hmm. a victim? Because that's fucked up, you know? And like, mm-hmm. again, I think it's, it's further traumatizing also mm-hmm. and like very much lends itself to this like larger cultural movement of like invalidating uh survivors in favor of like giving the benefit of the doubt to like people who are actually mm. really terrible people you know right and then you kind of turn it to a yeah our word apologist yeah and so like i take yeah. issue with that because like especially in the wake of all the colleen ballinger fallout if somebody came forward and said i'm a victim in this scenario like my knee-jerk reaction would be to believe them because like we know that there is like proven abuse that's taken place in right. the hands of colleen ballinger and the people in her community you know so like right i don't know like in hindsight yes i think it makes sense to have like honored both sides of this equation but like in the moment quite honestly i don't know that i would have done something differently Same. because my like core belief is that i believe survivors you know well and if swoop never made her documentary how bad would it look if mm-hmm. they had brought on joshua yes. on their podcast yeah. and that everybody was going to be like ew what the hell Literally. like why and i agree especially i don't want to say again this is also hard because jesse smiles went through something she's the one that had a very bad time with gabby hannah mm-hmm. do you remember that whole thing mm-hmm. And she went through that same thing where it's not that she can't or like she can absolutely speak on whatever she wants. And it's not that she shouldn't speak on anything. Yeah. I don't mean that in any way. It's just that something very similar happened in her case where Gabby Hanna was like, well, what about the other side of the story? Mm -hmm. And it's like, so I I agree with you. I think it's hard for her. It's it's why it's why essay victims are often not believed, you yes. know, because yeah. it's like, well, without evidence, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 which under in a court of law, I, I do sadly understand sure. that. Yeah, like, I guess. well, what are they going to do? I mean, like, what are they going to do? I totally and I, I know that the people that lie about being essayed is so low mm-hmm. that people use it as an argument. I all, know. Okay, we're getting. Yeah, we're, sorry, we're, we're getting, getting lost. Really, I'm getting. <laughs> I've lost. I lost the plot a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> you're fine. But I hear what you're saying, though. That like, you know, I gotta refocus. This is like also why people don't report being assaulted because people like yeah. that do say shit about like, well, can you prove it? And like, no, nor should I have to. And I'm not right. traumatizing myself by trying to prove to right. you that my abuse is valid enough to to have consequences right. for the perpetrator. You know, like that's what I I mean right. like about. This contributing to a larger social rhetoric that is overall just damaging to right. victims and, and survivors, you know? I think – I don't know. Like, I don't want to defend people who, uh, like, outright – or who, who, like, participated in, like, I guess, slandering somebody's reputation, right? But uh-huh. also at the same time, like, I don't know. It feels like a thing that's really convenient to say in hindsight, I guess. Me, personally, I think it's unfair that people are going after Jesse's – the do we know them podcast yeah i feel like they just were going based on what they knew mm-hmm. and they were they took what they thought was a victim yeah Someone we have no idea if he's he is or not like and and they talked to him i just don't understand why people are so mad at them for like 
not knowing all this stuff that Swoop took weeks and weeks and weeks of yeah work and stuff. Well, the other thing that I that comes to mind for me, you and I have kind of talked about this privately a little bit um, when you like gave me a very brief explanation of what was going on, which is that I feel like it's important to recognize <laughs> that at the center of this is a person who either misrepresented, over-exaggerated, um, or was in some way not entirely truthful about his abuse, right? And, like, mm -hmm. ultimately, the impact of that is that this negatively affects survivors and people who are mm -hmm. abused, right? True. And so, like, to me, it feels a little bit like misplaced anger at, like, the person who, like, in my opinion, is, like, the cause or, like, at the center of all of this, you know? Um, I don't want to, like, cast out on whether he was abused or not, but it seems that, like, even just by virtue of the fact that he deleted the text messages, there is some manipulation of um, something is something truth. weird. Yeah, there's something weird going on there, right? Wait, and I'm just confused on your stance with the the Do We Know the podcast. Yeah, are you like agreeing that you don't think they really did like it was an honest mistake and that they? Yeah, I'm saying that I think people have this misplaced anger towards, misplaced anger towards, towards the podcast when actually Agreed. like the person who's creating this harm is the person who either misrepresented or over exaggerated or was in yes. some way not truthful about the abuse that he Agreed. suffered. Um, and like that is where the harm is coming from for survivors right. and victims of abuse. For other right? survivors. Yeah. Because also right. when people do this, if again, I don't know if he's lying or not, um, but if he is, then like the harm of this ultimately falls back on people who are, survivors of abuse because it gives people fuel to the fire like these people who do that shitty shit of like well can you prove it like all it does is give them a leg to stand on and like that's so mm -hmm. fucked up you know oh i see like, what you're saying so annoying yeah 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 to me that like we're centering this vitriol on these two yeah. people when like actually i think there's a useful discourse to be had about how harmful it is to alter the facts around the story of your abuse you know I think too, sense? I think it, I feel like this is speculation. Obviously I'm not Johnny. I have no idea what's going on in his head, but mm -hmm. it feels a little bit like he kind of took advantage of the fact that people want to believe victims in yeah. good faith too. Like he yeah. kind of took advantage of the fact that, well, I won't need mm. proof because blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's so much. And I also very much of the like believing victims and what happened to them but with johnny's case it's the fact that evidence came out specifically showing it's not that he needed to prove mm -hmm. that he was or wasn't it's the yeah. fact that there's actual proof that what he's saying is not completely truthful yes yes is that kind of are mm -hmm. we agreed on that yeah like, i think so yeah it's not so much that he had to prove that he is yeah you know because it's also just too, that like, something Sorry, go ahead. You're invalidating other victims. Yes. Yeah. Because in my opinion, by virtue of the fact that Joshua had private conversations with Johnny and was like involved in these group chats and stuff, right? Like that in and of itself is inappropriate conduct, right? Yeah. Like Joshua yeah. admitted that by apologizing. And so like Johnny altering these text messages and all of this stuff only serves to harm victims of abuse by Correct. giving these people who try to cast doubt about victims and survivors a leg to stand on you know like that yes. is my frustration with I the situation you. i'm not trying to say yes. like whether he was abused or not abused that's like not for right. me to say but like 
him doing fucky shit <laughs> with these text messages. Uh, if anything, like if nothing else, all it does is harm the other victims harm. in this equation. You know, and so like I don't really I have beef with Jesse Smiles and like that podcast so much as I do Same. with the person who's created this kerfuffle by needlessly Same. misrepresenting the facts because he right. was already a victim by virtue of the fact that Joshua was having inappropriate or like having conversations with him. At that's an a good that's point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it was the fact that, but like that wasn't enough for him. Yeah, like he needed to be yeah. more. He needed to create more of his victimhood. Yeah, like so, why do all of this because you already were a victim. In, in the sense that, like, Josh should not have had these conversations with him. So then, like, like right. you're just needlessly hurting people. And, like, for what? But it's like he needed to be the best victim or something. Yes, like, he needed to be. Take. That's, I think that's. Okay. So I think people think people, like, land in a couple different camps of, because the big question is why? Like, why would yeah. he do this? Yeah. And so one obviously is just, uh, it's clear that from a young age, he, um, wants i again this is like this is technically speculation you guys i don't like i have no like i i cannot state these as facts i just can't but this is just based on what we know we believe that it's possible it's clout Mm -hmm. it's possible Mm -hmm. that he wanted to be famous for a long time he was on stage with colleen at some of her shows and that he wanted to be in colleen's world and be famous with her Oh boy. He would hold his own private meet and greets after Colleen's show just for him. <laughs> like just for his fans to meet him because people recognized him from okay. some of her videos and stuff. Like so it does seem kind of like so maybe he kind of exaggerated a lot of the stuff or changed mm-hmm. the story because he wanted cuz all the other victims were getting a ton of attention. Yeah. So he wanted to. Again, I don't know if that's a fact, but that's just like what. Or the other camp that people are falling into is Mm -hmm. that he. uh, Oh, I forgot to tell you an important part of Swoop's video. So another thing that Johnny said in the interview was they were talking about the DMs with minors. And he said something along the lines of like, well, I don't want these like when I then when I was an adult and was in these group chats with minors I didn't want to be there I thought it was weird to have a bunch of like young girls in my group chat and then he says if anything I'd want boys I mean men in my group chats because I want men so it was weird for a couple reasons first of all seemed like a weird Freudian slip I don't it really seemed like he misspoke. I think people are putting too much into, okay. you should watch the clip like after we're done, because yeah. I personally think that really was like, just like he said girls. So he accidentally said boys sure. when he meant men. Yeah. I can give him a pass for that. Fair. What's weird about it is that he made it into a sexual thing mm-hmm. when nobody was talking about yeah. anything inappropriate or sexual at all. They were just saying the chats with the younger, with the minors. Yeah. And he was like, well, it couldn't, I couldn't have possibly been inappropriate with anybody because I don't even, I'm gay. Like, I don't even like uh-huh. girls anyway. So, like, it was like a weird omission mm-hmm. of like, yeah. That's so that was another uncomfy. weird part. So that also him being, he's, he's out, he's gay. People speculate then. And again, this feels like weirdly inappropriate, but this is again, not my theory. This is what 
people's theories are h3 other people's theory was that he had a massive crush on josh back in the day and he because it was not reciprocated Mm -hmm. or for whatever he's now trying to get back at josh oh no i feel weird even saying that because that is so speculative Mm -hmm. and it's so out of out of anyone's realm yeah to say in my opinion i think so too but that's just that's just one of the other theories that's going around that i just i don't think it really fucking matters though like yeah well yeah i I feel very comfortable saying that i don't know the reason that he did it and i don't need to you know like yeah to me it starts to get into um, i mean it's natural to want to know why like it is natural i think that's a natural thing to go that's fair to go but like i but i think it gets into sketchy territory really quickly yeah you know because like ultimately we can't know and we'll never know and like johnny's already proven himself to be an unreliable narrator so like right i'm I'm just comfortable just being like i don't know like i I, I don't need to know and like that's fine it feels very much like i don't know if this is a weird comparison but people starting to speculate that um feels very much like the people speculating about like a bethy from girl defines husband's sexual orientation and like starting to speculate about people's like romantic feelings is just just kind of just feels irrelevant i guess but i just it's just important because i know people are going to comment on it and and, like question that and we just we don't know but that's one of the yeah well and i the other reason i take issue with that too is because to me like having that conversation starts to get a little too close to the like all queer people are predators thing that like bigots and conservatives love to do and like i just don't really want to participate or like give any right invitation for give any fuel like that yeah like yeah. speculating about people's sexuality and all that stuff just turns into a really uh yeah. bigoted <laughs> uh corner yeah. of the internet really yeah. quickly and i just Agreed. have you know disinterest in being anywhere yeah. near that so yeah so yeah we won't harp on that i just it yeah. is like that's just part of the whole story no, so no, yeah. wow yeah so now we're kind of johnny did make a statement on twitter about you know just calling swoop a liar and saying that he's hurt and um that he can't he feels betrayed and he can't believe that you know i mean i understand from his point of view sitting down for six hours with somebody and feeling like they were on your side and they were going to tell the narrative that you were sharing and then getting blindsided i think the biggest criticism i have is that like i understand if anyone understands needing a good title for a YouTube video, it's me as a full-time YouTuber. But Swoop, sure. the title of Swoop's video, calling him a devil, mm. seems a little bit harsh to me. Like, yeah. I like as if he's the worst. I mean, nobody's worse than Colleen, right? And, like, I... I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was, like... I feel like he she could have come up with a title that was a little more accurate. Mm-hmm like the lies of so-and-so of Johnny Silvestri or like, yeah. uh, this is a, the story I thought I was going to be telling something mm-hmm. like that. Like calling him the devil in Colleen's shadow seems like a lot. Yeah. Seems like a lot. Like I don't disagree with that. girl. I love you. I get it. You need, <laughs> you know, it's, I get it. It's a compelling title, but it's just like, yeah. It just seems that would be my biggest criticism for the thing. And also, <laughs> I didn't think we were going to be talking about this today. So I'm like trying to remember. I totally forgot about yeah. t- telling you all this no, until 
Um, for what it's worth, also, I guess it's probably important for us to bear in mind Swoop's own history with this, too, though. Yes. Um, I think especially because, like, me in particular, but I think this has also happened to you. People are real quick to dehumanize creators, you know, and do this thing where, like, especially when you make, like, journalistic content or, like, you know, because I make mental health content or whatever, the expectation is, like, you'll leave your humanhood at the door and be this, like, Mm -hmm. perfectly, completely unbiased, unhuman person all the time. And, like, I don't doubt that her own hurt about Johnny deleting messages and stuff probably factored into the way she edited and, and like, represented the story. So, like, I don't agree with the way that she portrayed him necessarily, but, like, I can humanize and understand why she felt that way, you know? And she basically told her to her face that her trauma was less valid than his. Yeah. When there was a lot of evidence showing that, yeah, at least according, at least, again, in Swoop's, from Swoop's perspective, that that was very much not the case. Because from what... She's been very open about what happened to her, and it sounds like literally the worst thing that could happen to yeah. anyone, let alone a child. Mm-hmm. And so that is a very fair point that it could be that might have something to do with the way that she sees yeah, Johnny for sure. is that she probably felt betrayed by him first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, that ended up being a yeah. longer conversation than we initially I didn't even get into the whole Tim part. There is a whole other character in this thing. So Johnny's ex-best friend, Tim, Mm -hmm. does have incredible, like he is actually there. We actually do think he's a alleged predator. Like he was uh, doing live streams with minors, like encouraging them to drink alcohol and stuff like that. That's a whole other story, but there's like a whole other. And he was like Johnny's best friend or something like that back in the day. And allegedly Johnny was participating in some of that stuff too. I think the whole thing is just that it's like the other possible theory besides like what we talked about, the theories of like clout or uh, being, you know, Joshua, uh, is also like is he tried to cover his tracks like is he more guilty than he's ever oh, said and like maybe he's trying to paint himself as a victim Oof. so that when people go digging into all this stuff and they find that stuff then mm-hmm. they then he can blame that on being a victim again i don't know but it crazy. does seem like so there's some more stuff that's going to be digged up about johnny because it wow. does seem like he was involved in that stuff that tim was doing and tim was doing Yikes. pretty egregious stuff yeah. allegedly so i that's what i kind that's my mm-hmm. actual favorite theory is that he's like might be trying to distract. change the narrative uh, yeah. distract exactly which so. also like if that's true that makes me especially fucking mad because yeah. like as a clinician this is a thing i have to educate people about a lot a lot of people who've been traumatized or victimized have this fear that they will secretly uh, or like accidentally become an abuser themselves because the abuse makes you an abuser. And like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, like this rhetoric mm-hmm. of like, you know, you were abused. And so that's like the excuse for you being an abuser. Like literally, no. The reality yeah. is that the vast majority of people who are traumatized or victimized are in adulthood actually some of the most empathic and most caring people granted with people oh, who have their own own trauma stuff their own like you yeah know, patterns and like sometimes problematic behaviors to unpack sure that's very human but like this um trope of like the abused becoming the yeah. abuser is like really not true and it's such a harmful oh, really? fucking thing to say about yeah. victims of abuse like being abused doesn't make you dirty or broken or like inherently right 
inherently vulnerable to being a shitty fucking person. Uh, if anything, it makes you like acutely aware of how other people might receive uh, and like feel about things, you know? That's so itch. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I knew that I didn't think abuse victims were like inherently shitty yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just no, I mean know. that I feel like I wonder if that trope comes from because we learned like in true crime. Yes. Notoriously, people yes. were uh, almost always a abused as children and then yeah. end up being serial killers yeah but that is a good point that that's like probably point zero 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 one percent of the population yeah that the vast majority <laughs> we just don't hear about them becoming good people because they yes. don't end up correct hurting people oh my god yeah yeah thank difference... you for sharing that that's so yeah. interesting i didn't know that that was like inherently not true mm-hmm. i thought that yeah. i did think not again not that they were bad people i just thought that that it did um often make you vulnerable to picking it's a common misconception yeah 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 no the the thing that makes an abuser is not whether you were abused or not it's like what you do with your life experiences and how you respond you know um and like the truth is that the vast majority of victims uh go on to do their own work around healing around unpacking that around like being good people and like are actually like quite empathic, sweet little people because they know hmm. what it feels like to be treated like shit, they, and they don't ever want to stop be that person. Yeah, yeah, shit makes me real fucking mad when people say shit like when that. I it's hurtful. Talk about uh, true crime. That makes me. Um, that is why I often say in like my videos that it's like just because you could be a victim mm-hmm. and like for those people that do end up going on to be terrible people and then yeah. they use their abuse as an yes. excuse yes i'm like you could be a victim but also still be responsible for your actions you yes. know like it yeah. doesn't make like i'm sorry that you had really terrible parents you're the child version of you was definitely a victim mm-hmm. and i'm sure there's trauma but that does not excuse you're you. still responsible for what you do yes because also like so. fucking get in line buddy like all, all of us yeah have fucking problematic yeah. childhood <laughs> and like a lot of us have weird uh, abuse and like parental relationships and like shitty things that have happened yeah. to us in childhood but like we're not serial killers you know yeah. like we did something yeah. productive with that and exactly became the best versions of ourselves therapists and yeah yes. and yeah stuff exactly like that. I'm sorry. Are there ducks behind you? They're I'm geese. so distracted all of a sudden. <laughs> I just yeah. noticed. Do you want to see them? I can go grab them. Yeah. Are second. they geese or ducks? Yeah, they're geese. They're Swans? like they're vintage blow mold geese. Apparently, this was like a thing in in the '60s. Hold on, I'll grab one. Oh my gosh, I love him. Isn't he? I love him. So cute. This oh is, my god. This is Gustafur. <laughs> I know he's a little hat. Gustav is in the corner over there. But yeah, this is Gustafur. And what's, what's his name? Gustafur. Gustafur. Mm-hmm. This is my goose. That one's Aaron's goose. I, we found of them course. at the thrift store. These were like some of the first things that we bought for the office when we were redecorating. I was like, these aren't technically decor, but I just really want them. So. I love them. <laughs> They're like little buddies I while know, you're recording. so cute. I'm obsessed with him. Oh, his little So fell cute. Down. I love his little top hat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like a little cowboy hat. All right. So the second thing we're going to talk about, we're going to make this way more brief. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to quickly update Mickey on the eight passenger situation as Mm -hmm. well. When we're recording this, uh, she got arrested yesterday on Wednesday the 30th. Wow. And this will go out in a couple weeks but yeah. i still think it's an interesting thing to talk about so if you don't know who a passenger it passengers is mm-hmm. it is a family from i believe utah they're family vloggers 
And the mom's name, the biggest perp in this story is mom, Ruby Frankie. Okay. And they are well known for being... Okay, again, big trigger warning for this whole... I'll put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. But also just, again, you guys, this is also all about child abuse. Like, if that's not good for Mm -hmm. you, this whole episode's bad for people. Yeah. So... This is going to be, um, there's going to be one part of this that's a little bit graphic, though, in terms of uh, I will be as light as possible, but mm-hmm. for what she was arrested for oh, is a no. tiny bit upsetting. So just for anybody, okay. if they need to safely bow out, yeah. I would do so now. I'll try to remember to put um, a video in the card that's not traumatizing content so you have somewhere to click. Yeah, to get out <laughs> so you're... you have somewhere to go if yeah. you would like to yeah. talk about something else. So... Ruby has gotten a lot of criticism over the years. I mean, all family vloggers now are finally getting the criticism they deserve for exploiting their children. I personally am not in the camp of, like, children should never be seen on the internet the Mm -hmm. light of day ever. Like, I think that's a little much. I just, for me personally, I don't think they should be monetized. I don't think they should be any personal moments should Mm -hmm. never be Mm -mm. filmed. Like. Mm -mm. Like all that stuff, all the things that family vloggers do wrong. I think some people have taken it a little far of like, you cannot show a picture of your child ever on the internet, which Mm, yeah, for me, like I just, I don't judge parents for doing that as long as they're not exploiting them on YouTube and like, that's fair, putting their sad faces in thumbnails just for clicks. That's, that's like, fucked up. Yeah. I think if they make an appearance on accident, I don't think that's that. Sure. But anyway, I get that. So. Yeah, so Ruby has been very much exploiting her children, though. she It's eight passengers because it's her, her husband, Kevin, and their six children. Wow. They've gotten a lot of criticism over the years for the way that they treat their children. Mm-hmm. They are, as far as I know, Church of Latter-day Saints, a.k.a. Mormons. Mormons. Got it. I don't think that's super relevant to the story, but it's just why they have... I think that's one of the reasons they have so many children, and they do live in Utah. Okay. So they've gotten criticism over the years for a plethora of terrible behavior. But let me just list a couple of the highlights of things that they've done that have been pretty questionable. So, for example, her six-year-old daughter was at school and forgot to bring her lunch. Mm -hmm. She got a call or a text message from the teacher asking if Ruby could come bring her a lunch because she forgot her lunch. Mm -hmm. And Ruby said, no, she's responsible for packing her own lunches in the morning. She told me that she did did pack a lunch and that is her punishment now she has to learn that if she doesn't bring a lunch she's gonna be hungry how old is this so child? she blatantly six? six six years old at the time literally i know what the fuck ever dude i literally Ew. what like so she uses food a lot as a punishment, like Great. as a privilege, like calls it a privilege. So there was another occasion where she threatened one of her kids that um, the punishment they weren't going to have. Literally, she said the privilege of having dinner be if they continue to behave that way. I'm okay, sorry. Gwyneth dinner is Paltrow. not a privilege. Dinner is a fuck? right. Literally. Food is a fucking right. I don't give a shit. What the fuck? So, yeah. So, like, she took out her camera and talked about how she wasn't letting her six-year-old daughter have the lunch at school. Like, that's the thing. And how that's, like, that's just a learning moment. She Uh needs to learn. And, yeah, the teacher's really uncomfortable with one of her students being hungry. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a kindergarten teacher. Are you kidding me? It's absolutely 
the book. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So then another big one is Chad, their older child, uh, mm-hmm. the, or older son. He was sent to a wilderness camp for eight months, a wilderness oh, camp. No. Yeah, because of his behavior Ugh. that was misaligned with the Mormon faith. Great. Um, so we'll just abuse we our don't kid know, but... to indoctrinate him further into the religion. Oh, it gets Love worse. That. Um, I can't overstate the trigger warning here, you guys. Thank Are you. you okay, Mickey, too? Are you yes, okay with this? Or... But I'm okay. okay. And then uh, Chad also, they took his bedroom away because he was pranking his brother um, after he came back from this camp. And so they straight up took his room away. He had to sleep. He slept in a beanbag chair for seven months. Hello? Because it was either that or the floor. So they didn't even give him a proper bed. They took allegedly That's took so the door abusive. off of the bathroom so that he couldn't even get privacy in the bathroom. Nice. He Another one of the smaller children, like one time she threatened as a punishment because she, the, the child, literally like a five-year-old, cut something up in her house. Mm-hmm. And so she took her favorite stuffy toy and then told her that if she cuts anything else up in her house, she was going to cut the head off of her favorite stuffed animal. That's I, so horrific. Like, isn't that so traumatized? That is just so. Like you I have to be such how, a and sick then, and twisted person to fucking come up with this shit. Like just say that mind you, you your kids. She's filming this. She Ew. is filming their reactions to all of this stuff. Ew. It's disgusting. Okay. And then a bunch, I mean, a bunch of other stuff. Like they're all sitting down one time and the kids talk about how they don't have any friends. And they're like legitimately sad. And Ruby's like pretty much laughing at the whole thing oh like the other weird one is that she so this shows you how clout chasing she is oh, no. she had a bunch of children in the car mm-hmm. she saw she saw a car accident on the side of the road she pulls over she was not involved in the car accident but she pulls over to pull out her phone and then freaks out on the camera for part of her vlog and goes like oh my god oh my god is everybody okay? Is everybody okay? And she runs to the other car like she's fucking superwoman and is like, are you okay? Filming the whole time. Goes to the other guy. They're okay. They're okay. Goes to the other. Are you okay? Okay. Everybody. This is, I'm not exaggerating. This was her attitude filming the whole time. She gets back in the car with her kids. One of her kids is crying because he's scared. And then she turns around to all the kids. Guys, that should have been us. We were almost in that car accident with them. Oh my God. She wasn't in the car accident. She unnecessarily freaked out all of her children just so that she would probably have a good thumbnail. She got people on camera without their consent. She got the other car accident victims on camera without their consent. Can you imagine? And she's not involved. She wasn't in the accident. She wasn't in the accident. <laughs> like, first of all, can you imagine having one of the shittiest days of all time and then some fucking weirdo shows up and starts filming? Karen, I'd be like, fuck you, dude. I would actually probably fucking punch someone if I was in the of middle of a car face. accident. Literally, get away from yeah. me. But also, get why, why do people in this niche do this to their kids where it's almost like they derive joy from terrifying their kids? Like, this isn't funny. Like, you're, this is a core memory for those kids, probably. But, like, in the yeah. worst possible way. Like, yeah. th- this is the kind of shit that people unpack with their therapist 20 years from now, lady. Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Oh, that makes me so mad. Uh, it's it's very much, we've talked about this when we've done, when yeah. we've talked about true crime before. It's very much, like, the ch- my children are part of me. They're yes. an extension of me. They They're are toys. not their own person. Yeah. And, yeah, so then there's another video that really made also really made me sick was Mm -hmm. and this actually wasn't as bad as it wasn't like neglect it was just very very 
shitty thing to do. Okay. They're all at the dinner table. And I think it was Chad when he was younger, but it was one of their sons was mm-hmm. on his phone and they caught him and they were like, there's no phones at the dinner table, which is like, whatever. Okay, right. Sure, like, yeah. OK, okay fine. fine. No phones at the dinner table. Fine. But he proceeds his 18 year old son or like uh, maybe not 18. Don't quote me on that. But he was like a teenage boy. He had a flip phone. They only got flip phones because they weren't allowed to have smartphones. Okay, and he starts reading the text messages. <gasps> On oh, camera, that's in front of all the other siblings, oh. reading his text messages with a girl that he liked in school, that they like liked oh each other. God. And he's just started reading the text out loud and making fun oh. of his son for it and everything. And it, they're very much of the like, you privacy is a privilege. Very much like that. You know, like if we were parents, we would be like, that's like, yeah, you could take your the phone away if you're trying to have family time. I get it. Sure. But like. That is that's, that's like a, a whole lie. other level. Some people really should not be yeah. allowed to have kids. Like that, these people are the worst. You're the fact. I guess just it just blows my mind that people have kids and then don't want them to be their own person. Yes. Like you made a human. You yeah. did not make an extra limb. It's not like, a doll. It's not a doll. Yeah. So Ooh. that's just some examples. So. Kevin and Ruby are either divorced or separated now. They're not together anymore. Ruby then went on to make this other counseling service with her friend Jody. No, please no. And they call it Connections, but it's spelled with like an X in the middle. And they give family advice and family resources and counsel families on how to raise their children. The fuck? Well, Jody and Ruby were apparently, it was Jody's house that this all happened in. Both of them were arrested yesterday as of filming this both of them were arrested their charges are aggravated child abuse aggravated child abuse with intention (gasps) so that oh not only child abuse but no it not negligence intentional Uh child abuse so what happened was Again, the story goes allegedly right now. You know, the news can change. This just happened yesterday. So as far as we know, one of the children climbed out the window and went to the neighbor to ask for help. And the neighbor saw that this child. Okay, this is the really triggering part, you guys. Mm -hmm. But after this, it's not. The child had wounds Mm -hmm. and duct tape on her her or his, I don't know what child it was, on her hands and feet, on legs, and then open wounds and extremely malnourished like obviously not being fed so like it's shocking but i'm also like was thinking about it this morning and i was like if they're willing to do all that shit on camera yes like is this surprising because if they were showing their with their full chest neglected abuse on camera is this surprising at all yes imagine what's happening behind the scenes exactly they feel no shame about publicizing that behavior so what they're doing in private is probably haunting well and this oh god so much this is so much like the Hart family mm-hmm. uh remember the two moms that had the eight like black children and they were very much do you remember they familiar yeah yeah they they uh it was a it was a m word s word situation where the whole they drove all the children off oh, but that's ex- no yeah yeah, it was. Yeah, I made a video. Uh, I won't get into that because that one's really, really bad. Wow. Uh, but that reminds me so much of that because little uh, one of the little boys went to a neighbor's house and asked for food from one of the neighbors before oh. before the moms 
did that to all of them. Wow. And like, it's just so similar, right? Like, again, not saying that Ruby's a yeah. jumping to, no, to no, no, killing no, yeah. anybody. Like, that's obviously a huge jump. But it's yeah. just very interesting that children in that bad of a state will finally mm-hmm. will like desperate enough that they'll sneak out and go yes. to the neighbor's house well it to reminds ask for me help. of what happened what was that family that it was the same situation the daughter crawled out of the window and she ended up finding mm-hmm. the neighbors and the police got called and they found the kids in the house like living in squalor i can't remember what i don't remember that either the name of the family there was another like fundy family it's gonna drive me nuts until oh, i figure it out but like yeah. this yeah like that is a very similar thing she like it's escaped very, and got the cops called yeah and it was like a whole thing that like wow. yeah and it's like i they must be so scared to yeah. do that like the child must yes. be so hungry they have to be in such a desperate state Beyond. to go do that because they know that if they don't get help yeah they're gonna get in big trouble right yeah well yeah i mean in that moment for a child that's being abused to that degree it's literally do or die you know like those kids are probably suffering unspeakable abuses behind closed doors and for them to like defy their parents to that degree like is that's how you know it's bad i know yeah it makes me sick to my stomach i I know i've started to tear up um uh so okay the good news though <laughs> the good news is uh-huh. that the neighbor called the police tons of cops showed up uh-huh. and arrested both jody and ruby and all the children are good. safe they Fuck brought them. they went to they got medical attention oh, and they are all safe and sound right now so and then sherry is one of the older siblings she's the oldest she's mm-hmm. 20 she posted on instagram a picture of the arrest mm-hmm. i'll show a picture Ouch. up on screen but and her oh, instagram wow. story says finally oh my god and then she said in the next one hi all today has been a big day me and my family are so glad justice is being served we've been trying to tell the police and cps for years yeah. about this and so glad that they finally decided to step in kids are safe but there's a long road ahead please keep them in your prayers and also respect their privacy and then she said i in the next story i need your help if you have any links to questionable or concerning connections or eight passengers videos Mm -hmm. please dm them to me it's too much for me to sort through myself so i think she's doing some sort of yeah i think she's helping with like uh getting them prosecuted or something but so yeah so all the kids are safe nobody's like everybody got medical attention i'm i think they're being fed and everything like that like i am glad they got arrested but it breaks my freaking heart Mm -hmm. that according to sherry they've been trying to get her parents arrested for years like she knows that this is <gasps> like this is exactly what you were saying like sherry mm-hmm. knows that this is messed up yes like share like the kids mm-hmm. like know that their siblings need help but and also too so. like this is why the whole shtick of like putting your kids on camera and like making this a viable way to make a living is so fucking disgusting to me because mm-hmm. like the reality is that people like this can get away with it for so long you know before something bad enough uh happens that like right. warrants um intervention you know because like the system is so fucked up and broken and like these people can get away with it and like this is like ugh, like the whole like family vlogging thing is just like a fucking hard pass for me like i just don't because they could very much be people like this you know like if you're willing to exploit your fucking kid for clicks and views like or like daddy o five no literally that's the same thing that i was thinking yeah. it's like giving that same energy it's just yeah ugh. Yeah, that's I, I, not. I just, I also just want like 
people to others people that are not youtubers Mm -hmm. it is very weird to just pull out a camera and start recording yourself if you're not used to it oh it's so awkward (laughs) that she can be in these situations and pull out a camera to film her children having a very private moment i just can't see any reason why Mm -hmm. any excuse for like why you would do that and not lack some sort of something yes because what weird like to pull like if i got in a car accident my the last thing i'm thinking about correct is getting my phone out to film it i just don't i think especially too because like Aaron and I have filmed like a travel vlog before for the the Patreon right. and stuff and like I cannot stress to you enough how much it makes me want to rip my fucking skin off <laughs> trying to record yourself remember this, well and like in this like vlogging sort of format where you're like I'm at the airport like it's so fucking awkward and uncomfortable it's very weird so for somebody to have yeah. that level of comfort really speaks to how often and how effectively they've dehumanized themselves and their children you know like this woman really yeah. did not give a shit about no. what, what she was putting her kids through, which is fucking and, insane to me. Like, I just don't and, comprehend that just, at all. And being able to look at your child and say food is a privilege and I'll take it away from you. If <sighs> I cannot, if my child was hungry, my heart would be broken. Literally. My heart would be shattered. I would, you know, I'd be running my ass over to their school to bring them something. Yes. She even said in that video that she says at the end, I hope nobody shares their food with her. Like, like she, like. I'm telling you, this like, woman gets off on being cruel to her kids. Like, I think she yeah. enjoys it for sure. Because seriously, this is so feels fucking that disgusting. Way. The Ew. control freak of mm-hmm. that, the control mm-hmm. of literally, like, I cannot. Uh, it's just weird. Like, we talked about this in Am I the Asshole the mm-hmm. other week about mm-hmm. how, like, even your partner, like, yes. they, their dinner got messed up. Like, yes. yeah, no, of course, they're not going to die if they don't eat dinner that night. But it's, it's, it's th- mean, not, though. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> You know, like everybody deserves to have dinner. I just, uh, yeah, just. I well, mean, even prisoners crazy. get dinner, <laughs> Ruby. Like the thing that's crazy to me too is that like this is sort of that thing that parents tell kids, uh, you know, like, well, you're welcome for like raising you uh-huh. and feeding you and putting a shelter over your head or whatever. And like that's the brief, buddy. That's the yeah. fucking whole point. Like literally, yeah. why? Did you choose literally in didn't some ask capacity to-, to be a parent if you weren't ready or willing to do those things? I, like that is uh-huh. like the bar is so low. It's in hell. Uh-huh. Like that's the bare minimum of what you should be providing to children is like safety, food uh-huh. and shelter. You know, like the actual goals that you should have are like far beyond right. that. You right. know, like I just don't right. understand this level of. And then goes on to have six to the- children. Yes. Yes, if you have this much resentment about doing the bare minimum for these tiny little humans, then, like, why, first of all, why have them? But second of all, why have more? Like, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't relate to that at all. And I just, it makes me angry. I, yeah. Thanks. We hate it. Thanks. We hate that a lot. Um, We hate that Let's talk about something lighter. Erin and I have uh, taken to giving recommendations for things that are bringing us joy at the end of our episodes anytime they're a bummer. That is So maybe that's a nice way to. Karen Karen and Georgia, but I love it. Let's do it. (laughs) That's very. That's what they used to do was like their happy. Podcast turned into shit, but it's fine. Before. Yeah. Back when their podcast was was good. Yeah. 
uh yeah let's do it what's mm-hmm. been bringing you joy lately um i need a minute to think about it because my knee-jerk oh. answer is going to be Baldur's gate uh Baldur's gate? i should think of something more interesting oh oh i have one actually um what? i posted on my instagram a while ago that i painted my hallway i put like little doodles in my hallway oh, oh um, yeah i saw that i loved that thank you but so i had like three quarters of the wall finished for a while and i had just been meaning to get back to it because like you know adhd but i finally finished yeah. it last night and the hallway looks so good and it is bringing me it so was, much joy oh, just i bet looking it looks at so it, cool so. i love it yeah yeah Thanks. yeah yeah that's amazing so that's mine what's yours what's bringing you excuse um, me what's bringing you joy this seems really dumb but honestly ever since my dad came to my townhouse and mm-hmm. filled a bunch of cracks that we found mm-hmm. Knock on wood, I have not had any big spider problems Yay! since the combination of that and like oh, that's so the nice. diatomaceous earth. But I don't think, honestly, Man. I haven't found anybody in the glue traps or anything. So oh, I don't good. think I've actually killed anybody. I think Yay. we just prevented them from yeah. crawling into my bedroom. Nice. Again, knock. I'm so scared of jinxing it, but... This sounds so stupid, but that's actually giving me immense joy because that yeah. was like the only thing preventing me from relaxing in my yeah. own apartment was feeling like I was gonna get a jump scare. Yeah, so. being and able then to like also, really settle in your home is so important. Yes, to like actually chill. Yeah, and then also I have a pre. I know it's hard to believe since Winnie's been barking this whole episode, mm-hmm. but I do just appreciate how fucking cute my dog is. Like that's she fair. is just. She's so stinking sweet. She just loves me so much. I love her so much. And she's just, she's just a sweet girl. Like she just, Mm. you know, like just sometimes she looks at me and just like with this little, like, just like. It's like your soulmate dog. I feel that. Yeah. Like that face of just like, I love you, mom. And I'm just, God, I love you, Winnie. So that's so cute. (laughs) I love that. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Should we wrap this bitch up? Let's wrap it up. Okay. Uh, Thank you guys all for coming. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being here. And yeah. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us uh, reviews and comments and stuff if you like the episode. If you want to support us, that's a great way to do it. So yeah. Several people asked us on the community post about the every two weeks thing if we would open a Patreon. Yeah, we have to have a conversation. About I love that. you guys so much. You guys are so sweet. I for know. anybody offering is like so ridiculously sweet. I feel so it's like the imposter syndrome thing. I feel so inadequate it's, about it. I'm like, no, yes. don't give me your money. Yes, exactly. But we do but, appreciate yeah. you guys even offering is so sweet. So yeah. we are we're talking about lots of things yeah. behind the scenes. Trying to figure so some, some we will, stuff out. Yeah, keep you guys updated. But. All right, friends. We'll see you in the next one. Yep. See you in the next episode. Bye.